Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. The following is the replay from this past Sunday night's live call-in show. That was Sunday night, July 23rd, 2023, where Scotty G joins me. And we took your calls for an hour discussing great topics like if the crowds really are low at Walt Disney World this summer, why or why not? We also talked about Epcot. And do we think that the new Moana Journey of Water attraction belongs in the middle of what was used to be called Future World in Epcot? Or would you trade that to have the Fountain of Nations back? We also get some great cruise questions comparing the Wish to some of the other ships. We talk hyperspace lounge on the Wish. Many other questions coming your way and lots of great discussion on today's show. As always, today's show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The agents at the Magic for Less are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip for no additional cost to you. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. Be our guest podcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you, and our patrons get a bonus show every week, and you can support us starting at just $5 a month for all these shows. Come on over and join us, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Well, hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, July 23rd, 2023. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And of course, one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Hey, how you doing? Hope you had a great weekend. We are here for the next hour taking your calls at 407-413-9395. 407-413-9395. This is a show that is turned over to you where if you want to come on the podcast, you don't have to wait nine months to get on here like you do on a Monday sometimes. You can be on in the next 10 minutes if you like to talk about Disney. We have some topics we want to talk to you about, but if you want to give us a mini trip report, you've been down to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, sailed with Cruise Line, even toured with Adventures by Disney, give us a yell. Let's talk about it for a few minutes. Get it out there for our audience. But today, I got to talk with my bud who's up in Michigan who's been working hard behind the scenes for a treat for our entire audience here shortly. Your friend and mine, hashtag Scotty G. What's up, Scott? Happy Sunday, Mike. And you know, you're talking about the nine-month waiting list to do the trip report. And I got to say, like, I've been catching up on some podcasts. You know, I go in these ruts where, like, I download them. Don't worry, Mike. I'm downloading That's them. good. But, a lot, but I'm on a lot of these, so I don't listen to every single one. Same. Like, if I'm on it, I download <laughs> it. I skip it. <laughs> move on to the next one but never on a monday though right because those are the trip reports yes. and i gotta say i love listening to those episodes i love hearing like i mean a lot of us is a lot of similars right we're all like big walt disney fans we go to these resorts but i love hearing like people just like how they vacation a little different than me they talk about a restaurant that maybe i never been to before or whatever so i just gotta tell you i love the trip reports those are some of my favorite episodes same and uh just a spoiler report for tomorrow's show monday so we got lsu fans um oh G E A U X Tigers. I know you, you know you're you're not a big SEC guy. We get into I, other, I know but, all about right. the Go Tigers and yeah, I know down there. Yeah, Are, is this a spring break trip or a Mardi Gras trip? Because that's where I swear every time I'm down there at that time, everything's purple. I, right I agree, there. and I think that there should always be every Mardi Gras. There should just be a day where there's just a parade of 
purple and gold, and it's just LSU fans that nobody else can understand what they're saying, right? It's like led by Ed Ogeron, and he's like, and like nobody understands what he's saying unless you're from the state of Louisiana. Then like they're all like following him because they understand him. I don't get him. I love that guy. Brian Kelly who tries that. <laughs> yes, he tries to do the dance and then talk like that, and it doesn't work. Um, we well, yeah, to come from Notre Dame. It really doesn't uh, work. But uh, there we go. We got our sports in. But yeah, so, you know, but we we talk, you know, he, he went to sci-fi. Everybody goes to sci-fi with me. And I even brought up, Scott, that you made a sci-fi ADR for us post-cruise. But because of Paige and how we had to get her over to the studios and she wanted to go, she was only there one day. Yeah. Again, I have not seen the inside of that restaurant in the last 39 you years. You had your chance. I know. It would have been shame. weird to go back to the studios the next day because you guys didn't have hopper. You didn't have hopper. We did not. Because yeah. we only have four days. And so it, yeah, you it was You wouldn't want to do two yeah. full days at the studios, especially yeah, after fine. the day you had. So maybe next time. Yeah, it's 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 maybe all Maybe over good. a marathon, I can get you there. Would you like to do that over the marathon? Yes, please. Week? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I mean, problem is when I go there, I always get my buffalo chicken sandwich for one of the meals. And so, but I mean, I, that is a dilemma though. It like, is a dilemma. When there's like, when you have a hot item that you really like at a park, like you really want to like diverse, you know, your, your food options, but you can't because you're just tied to that one thing. So it is tough. something I want to kind of bring a couple things I want to bring to the table tonight to get some calls. We're going to need some calls because we want to hear other voices besides ours. You've heard our voices a lot over the past couple of weeks. It's been a lot of Mike and Scott because Ricky has been out. She's actually at Walt Disney World right now. Oh, you know what? We need to send a shout out to Ricky yes, right now. We need now. to send a shout out to Ricky. How do how do we get this far into the show? Because <clears throat> she's right now. Let me just tell you right now, I just checked. She is on the people mover as we speak right now. Not that I'm stalking her, but she is actually on the people mover right now. She's celebrating a big one today as we're recording a big, big birthday, Scott. You're going to be doing the same here shortly. You're going to be doing the, not the same birthday, but (laughs) a big one too. Why is everyone born in the three? Like why is everyone's birthday or ending three? It seems like. I don't know, but yeah, happy uh, birthday to Ricky. Who's celebrating one of the, uh, Oh, birthdays. Uh, I think today. we can say what it is. I, I think, think we can. Yeah, say. we can. Everyone can figure it out. She's a big 4 today. She's 40. Yeah. Her, she's her age starts with a four now. Congratulations, Ricky. You beat me by a couple months. That's right. So uh, give her a shout out on the social media. She'll get a huge kick out of that. So at Ricky Nibs, Twitter. Uh, she's not responding. Instagram. She must be like getting blown up in messages because I sent her a thing like first thing. I was one of the first people up today and I sent her a message and I, I know. never heard back. So. I, same. I And that's unlike Ricky, but she's moving. Like I've looked because we, we have her on Find My Friends and she's. I mean, either, I mean, her phone's moving on the people mover. So like, I did, this, I have to admit, I stalked her too because I was concerned that I didn't get a text back because some inside the baseballs, you like to say, Mike, like, Ricky responds pretty much instantly to anything you send her. And I was just surprised that I didn't see anything from her. So hopefully she's doing okay. But as Mike said, she is moving. The phone is moving. So I got to assume she's doing good. Oh, update. We can actually get a call from her on the show. We could could actually call her because update right now. She is leaving the Magic Kingdom as we speak. And she's by the popcorn cart uh, going under the train station. Dude, we should call her and say, sing happy birthday to her, though. I'm just saying. If it's a slow show, we should definitely call her. We may like, have call to, me when I was on Big Thunder that one time. We may have to give her a ring. Yeah, it, we may have to do that. She might be mad. We might have to be careful. I might have to keep my finger by the button. Uh, but I know Ricky. I think she'd get a kick out of it. Let's be real. I yeah, think we might will. have to. we got a call, though. So save by the bell. I do have something I want to talk about, though, but let's give Vero Mike in here, speaking of the oh. state of Florida. Hey, Mike, what's going on? Happy Sunday. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing, uh, Scotty G and Mike? Doing great. Doing great. Awesome. I 
I've been loving hearing about your uh, your uh, cruise on the podcast cruise, and we're uh, we're going to be doing the wish in December. So nice. we're pretty excited about that. So it's a nice. Hearing Is that it, one of the uh, Christmas you know, sailings? Because like I know they have special sailings. Is that one of the special ones? It's one of the. It's the Christmas uh, cruise. Yeah. Nice. nice. So you'll be probably sailing with Santa. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. That would be awesome. <laughs> as long as you, as long as you've been good, Mike. That's, yeah, exactly. That's the key. As long as you've been good. Oh, I've. I've been really good, actually, unfortunately. <laughs> I'd be uh, 50-50 at this point. I got a little time to save the year, I think. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do have a question, a couple of questions about The Wish. Um, we've done one other Disney cruise. We did The Dream a few years ago, and it was, only, it was for three days. I was wondering if they have, like, a comprehensive tour of The Wish, so, you know, so somewhere we can go, like, in the engine room or, you know, in the, the parts where, you know, you normally wouldn't go. So they do have a walking tour um, that I believe was like, it's, it's weird too to me. Like it's 18 and up. Like, I don't understand why my 16 year old daughter, almost 16 year old daughter couldn't do it, but it's 18 and up um, walking tour. Now I will say, and I, we might have some friends in the chat that did it. I unfortunately did not do it, but I don't believe you get behind the scenes, like the engine, but you do get to see some cool spots and you learn a, a lot about the art and like some of the decisions made and like how they created like this space and whatnot. From what I heard from the people that did it, they loved it. It was really awesome. By the way, I'll just so Jody is in the live chat. She did it. Maybe she can give us a yell here after your call, Mike, because she likes to call in and if she's if she's available tonight. But I will say from Love Boat episodes, you never want to go in the engine room. Bad stuff happens. Dude, one time Mel Sharples was in, you know, uh Vic Tabak was in the, the engine room. You don't want to go there. It's bad, bad news. So I'm just saying that'd be cool though, because I love the mechanic. You know how cool that would be to see. Uh, I don't even know if you get to go like I'd love to go like in the galley. You know, like I'd love to I'd love to see the logistics of the ship, like how things happen. Yeah, that would that would be awesome. And one other question, when it comes to gratuities on the uh, the ship, is it smarter to pay it beforehand or do it afterwards? I don't know how how you guys did that. So I have thoughts on that. <laughs> cuz cuz again, you can prepay your gratuities or you what happens is if you don't pay them, you're still paying them. And the way it works is if you don't pay them ahead of time, they hit your onboard account the first night of the cruise. So here's the only difference. When do you want that to hit your credit card statement? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it, you could you could prepay them, you know, two months before the cruise, and then it'll be on that credit card statement, or it'll just be lumped in as like, you know, with your drinks during the cruise and your merchandise you buy on the ship. That's the only difference. It's going to be the same price. It's just when it's going to hit your statement. Really, that's the only difference. And then you can always leave extra, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And they would so, appreciate right. that. <clears throat> so, Mike, I always bring some cash because I say this a lot. The stateroom host is one of the hardest working people I've ever met in my life. And I always bring a lot of extra for them because they do, they're a magician in that room. They do things, they find areas that I just don't know how they pick up that room. So, I always bring, I always make sure I have some extra cash for them. And I just put it in the envelope with the, with the perforated like paper that they give you ahead of time. And then, like, if my head server team is good, my serving team is good, I'll have a little extra for them. Um, sometimes they drop the ball, so I just kind of leave it as it is, to be honest. Like, this last cruise, it was just, like, an average team. Mm -hmm. So definitely want them to have the gratuity. They're still hardworking and everything like that. But I didn't give them a whole lot of extra. But, you know, but I do like to bring the cash just for the 
for the extra tips because these people work really hard. I totally agree because I mean they're this but like our stage room host he was he was a, he was like he was like a wizard like a magician. I mean just everything was awesome. I mean just you hardly ever saw him, but when you saw him, he was always just so eager and happy to see you. And everything in the stateroom was perfect. I mean, he wrapped our cables. I mean, for two teenage, you're, you know, a 26-year-old, my daughter that's 26 and my 15-year-old daughter, their cables are a mess. I'm always getting on them about, oh, my gosh, could you wrap a cable? He had little ties. It was beautiful. It was a thing of beauty for four days. I'm sure they're a wreck right now again. But it was he did something I couldn't do in years. It was amazing. We do have an answer on the walking tour, too, Mike, if you want to hear it. What's that? So, uh so we do have an answer on the walking tour. So Jody, um, this is as of our crew, so you never know. Something could change by the time you're saying it happens in December. But there is no engine room on the tour. But Jody was the person I was talking about. I know she her and her husband, Tim, absolutely love the walking tour. And apparently kids could do it. Teenagers can, just not the little ones. So that's our gotcha. inside information from Jody. That's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're excited. And I'll, I'll let you go, but one more thing. We're, we're planning the trip for one night, August 9th. We're not quite sure where we're staying yet, but we want to be there on the 10th and see Hatbox Ghost. So I'm excited about that. That'll be sweet. Man, that's it's still awesome. yeah. that's early for Halloween, but I guess it's not for Disney. I mean, I, we, I saw a Halloween shirt when I was down there for the cruise, and that was, what, yeah. three weeks ago? That's crazy. I saw it at the studios. That's awesome. All right. Well, hey. And you love the weather. You love the weather right now. We're getting a huge uh, thunder and lightning storm coming through uh, East Central Florida right now. So. I love that. So we're actually cool. about to get one right here outside my window. I keep peeking out there because <laughs> uh, I just I just ran outside, grabbed all the cushions off of our uh, deck furniture, and then knocked over the hummingbird juice. And so it's a big mess. My wife hasn't got home to discover it yet. She'll be home any minute, probably busting through the door. Like what? Because when you spill hummingbird juice, it's bright red. And so I tried to clean it up real fast, but now it kind of looks like a murder scene in her garage because I had to do this all in her. So she, she will have no idea what happened, but yeah, so she'll wonder if somebody got she, first. I probably I, I like the guy. I wish I had a camera out there because hopefully when she drives in, she might think that I got murdered or something because she's just going to pull up and see into the garage. There's like red everywhere where I spilled the hummingbird juice, and maybe uh, she'll have a little empathy and like come flying in here to make sure I'm still with us. But we'll find out. But Vero Mike, real quick. So I got to get out to Vero Beach. I got as soon as my DVC points replenish because I'm using them all for Alani. I got to get out to Vero Beach. That is a bucket list item for me. I can't wait to get out there someday. The beaches are beautiful. You'll love it. You got to come into town, too, because there's a lot lot to do with some great restaurants in town. Awesome. Great bars, restaurants. You know, you'd love it. All right. We'll see you there sometime soon. and, And a lot of the Dodgers are in town right now. They're doing a thing for Jackie Robinson. Oh, so I, I, I met Eric, uh, Eric Davis. He was on second base. He scored the run, uh, when Kirk Gibson hurt, hit the home run in 88. I was talking to him the other day. Eric Davis, like, like Eric Davis, like the red, like a former red too. Number 44. No, sorry. Sorry. Mike Davis. Not Mike, Mike I, was Davis. Say, Mike, okay. I didn't know he played for the Dodgers. <laughs> I was, like, was Eric sorry. Davis a Dodger? I, know, I, was saying, I was like, I hate his okay. rookie card. No, awesome. no, Mike Davis. Yeah, he played for the A's and the Dodgers. Really nice guy. There's a lot of guys in town for the Jackie Robinson tribute right now. That's very cool. Super cool. All awesome. right, well, Mike, hey, thanks right, for kicking guys. things off. We appreciate it, buddy. You have a great week. Best show, guys. Thank you. Take right. care. Take care, buddy. Take care, Mike. All right, see yeah. That's good. He's good. I mean, he'll be on. He's sailing on Christmas. How cool would that be? Wake up on yeah, Christmas morning on a cruise I've, ship? I've always wanted to do one of those specialty cruises. I mean, the BR Guest podcast cruise is a very special. Yeah, well. I mean, that's like. Once every two years, you can do that. You know, like yeah, not know. everyone can say they've done I mean, that. It's not, not the Christmas one, 
the Halloween, the Star Wars, the Marvel. I would love to do one of those specialty ones for sure. All right. Alan's got a question. Our good friend out in Anaheim who is perfect. Walt Disney Marathon. Uh, actually, all marathons because uh, he ran one at Disneyland. If special nights like Oogie Boogie are sold out, is there any waiting list or standby options? I don't think there are. And that is such. Here's my thing with that. Let me just get. Where's my soapbox? <laughs> I'll stand on my iPhone. little pretend soapbox. Why can't Disney figure this stuff out? How to sell hard ticket events? Like, seriously, I wasn't even going for them, but I feel bad for people like they they tried. Okay, we can't figure this out. Let's just pause this for a week and then let's try it again. Nope, can't still can't figure it out. But then they did sell them. Some people found like hacks to get around it, which that kind of stuff drives me nuts. Because then if you're playing by the rules and waiting it out, you're getting bamboozled. Because people are finding some kind of back. The choice of word. I like the bamboozle. Well, I'm trying to be nice. It's a family show. It just drives me nuts because people do that on Run Disney sometimes, too. Like, I waited out because it says don't refresh your browser. So I play by the rules and I only have like one or two windows open. Some people go in like NORAD with like 52 browsers and I don't have that many. You know what I'm saying? I only have like an iPad and a couple of computers. You know, it's just don't get me started. But his second question, what are the best times of year to go to Walt Disney World least crowded? I like to go early May. I like to go February outside of Princess and President's Week because you want to get there before spring break. Um, January outside of Martin Luther King weekend and um, Marathon weekend. Yeah, I would say like September, maybe like right when school starts back up, like that last week of August, maybe like right before Labor Day or like right after Labor Day, I think is also a pretty good time to go. That was a good time. Isn't that when like wine and dine or like food and wine used to start? It is. Like, you know, like starts like in July. It's crazy. Because well, we used to do that epic October thing for like four oh, or five yeah. years in a row. And what it was, we always went the last week of September. And so it was the weekend that they had the Tower of Terror, 10 miler. And I want to say it was the last weekend of September, but that Thursday they would have a preview for wine and dine. And then fr- Friday wine and dine would start. We go, we'd always meet at Epcot on that Thursday and you could go around to all the booths. And it was kind of like a preview day. It wasn't really officially open. And you get all the food, all the drinks without the crowds. And then the race weekend was Friday, Saturday. So it was a great weekend. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, now they've kind of screwed that up. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to Lonnie, who's going on the fantasy in 60 days. I'll be on the fantasy in 348. So keep it in good shape. <laughs> I'd rather be on Lonnie's itinerary right now, Mike. 60 days. I Let's know. go. Tell me about it, man. 60 All right, so here's another question I have for um, folks. Yes, Eric Davis of the Reds. By the way, Jody, my dad's friend used to pitch for the Reds, John Denny. That's who he retired from. Um, So question that everybody's been talking about online, at least I've heard it mentioned on other shows that I listen to. The crowds at Walt Disney World this summer, they say they're soft. And we were just there. And a lot of us were just there. Jody was there. Uh, Michael, I think, was there for a little bit. Some folks are in the live chat. What do you, what is, what's your take? I think I saw you mention this, actually. You're talking to somebody on Twitter about this. That, yep. And I, I agree with your take. I think prior to the cruise, Walt Disney World did feel a little bit empty. Not empty, but it felt a little not crowded. But then when we yep. got back from the cruise, which was on July 7th, it did feel normal summer busy. It felt busier. That's how I felt. But I mean, if you read stuff that's being published in mainstream media, or if you hear some podcasts, people are, I mean, you would think Walt Disney World was a ghost town and it is not that. 
it's not. And I will say, like, I think I've said this pretty often on the podcast that I think summer is like a slow time, to be honest. Um, it's so hot, right? And from someone like me that lives in Michigan, like, I rather enjoy my summer in Michigan where I have the lakes, you know, the climate is better than like the 110 degrees and the high humidity. Um, the reason I go down there is just because of summer break, you know, and the podcast cruise this summer. But yeah, leading up though to the cruise, like the two days I did in the parks, like they were like really empty, like compared to like any other time, like it just felt slow. I bought Genie Plus for Animal Kingdom. I didn't even need it. Like I was like, dang, why did I buy this today? And I know our friend Jody, she was at Magic Kingdom one night when I was like at Narcoozies and she was like, you should, you should hop over here. The park is completely empty. This is nuts. Um, so there was some downtime there, but like, as you were just saying, when we got back, it just felt normal kind of after the cruise, like you were at the studios that one day, like granted you did everything, but you were in the park all mm -hmm. day, you know? So it was a lot of work for you to do that. But I think that, I think it's just clickbait kind of, you know, like, Oh, let's stir some headlines. Like Walt Disney world isn't doing that great. I think, I think the crowds are pretty busy. But what I'm hearing and Mike, you know, Vera Mike here in the live chat is mentioning they feel like temperature in central Florida, 114 degrees, you know, and he says, but I'm willing to bet the pools are jam-packed. But here's the thing. Like, people are saying, you know, it was it was irrationally hot. We have a call coming in, so we grab it. But I guarantee you it was hot five years ago. It was hot 10 years yeah. ago in July. I mean, I, I just don't, I don't, I, I can't buy that argument of it's down because it was hot. It's always hot in July in Florida. So you can't do apples to apples. And there's now there's reservations that we didn't have. So it, it's hard to do apples to apples. But let's get our next call. Maybe they want to talk about it. Hey, who's joining us? Thanks for calling in. Hi, Mike. It's Malcolm from the UK. Hey, so good to talk to you, buddy. Thanks for calling in. Good evening or good morning. Yeah, good. <laughs> I just laugh when I saw someone said there's so many days from going to the fancy. We're T minus 32, as you probably know. I don't even know what that means, but <laughs> T minus 32. That's, That's coming hot. Up. 32 days to go. Oh, no. I thought you were talking about your temperature. 32 would be like smoking hot, right? That'd be boiling. <laughs> Yeah, Celsius. Oh no, it's not that good weather in the UK at the moment. Okay. But no, we, uh, <laughs> we we fly out on the 2nd of August to Los Angeles, then doing Anaheim, then San Francisco, and then we eventually get back to Florida and then back on the fancy. So, oh, man, that is a heck of a trip. Malcolm, you've know, been on the fancy before, right? If I recall, like maybe last year. And we did we did a similar trip last year, but we've never done the we've never done the West Coast yet. This is the first okay. time. So, yeah, we was away four weeks last year, so we're doing four weeks again this year. You're going to have a good time. Looking forward to it. Oh, man. It's, you're, you're in that time where you just, uh, once you get that close, it, it's hard to focus on anything. Like, right now, I, I still have a full year till we go again, so it's it's pie in the sky at this point, but you're, you're, uh, no, you're, in, I've, you're in the zone. I've, I've, had, I've had all the girls, obviously, doing that last minute. Um, decisions what they want to wear and take and things like that and I said we want to get it done this week so yeah it's going to be interesting we've obviously never flown on that side before so yeah looking forward to the cruise again I'll, you know, one day we will catch up with you guys and go that day but obviously with, with still with um, one child still at school it's awkward so yeah I hear you it's, it's, we'd love to do that though so let me ask you this though what is your favorite thing about cruising like what are you looking forward to the most about being back on the ship well, funny. My wife used to work. Michelle used to work for Pino Cruises. She was a chief. She was a librarian at um, Pino Cruises, and I thought in years ago it was for people of older ages. Without being rude, um, and so it wasn't something we was interested in really at all. But now, doing the dream original dream back in 2014, which you very kindly helped me with, um, 
which was four days was too short for us, far too short. Mm-hmm. That's why we went back on the fancy and we're doing the fancy again this time. But obviously we did um, Eastern Caribbean last time, now Western Caribbean. Um, it's just so much to do, relaxation, food, meeting friends that we met from the last cruise. We've, we've, we, also, we met a lot of friends last year, which they're also coming out with us again this year as well. But it's just so much to do. But um, it's funny, when I came back last time, and I spoke to some friends, they were, we went on Disney Cruise Line, they went, oh, it's all characters and all that. So I said, you can, you can make what you want of it. But I said, but the service is impeccable. You cannot fault the service at all. So that's what we love about it. Um, it's, it's great fun. Uh, all the family love it. Um, we, can, we can all do separate things during the day if we want to, or we can do group activities. Spent far too much money on bingo last time without a doubt. <laughs> Far kept, too much money. I kept meaning to play bingo on our last cruise, and I never got in there because you know the uh, jackpot, I spent, right? I, I spent a fortune last time, absolute fortune, and then went. I'm telling you, the lines for the bingo night. are longer than like the Aqua Mouse or Aqueduct, man. Like that's where like all the people are. <laughs> Do you know, uh, then on the last night, someone won eleven thousand dollars on the last night, which was amazing, and um, a very humble guy. Which you know, I was very, very pleased for him. He was so, but no, as you know, you've been on it. But there's so much things to do out there. Um, you know, uh, and the dining is so fantastic. You can, if you want to go to breakfast at Cabanas, or you can go to a, um, one of the proper restaurants. You can do. You can play around with it. Or um, it's, it's, there is. Uh, everybody says they thought it was relaxation. It is relaxation, but there is so much to do if you want to do it. But if you want to relax, and we're very lucky. Last year we got a one of those extended verandas, a massive veranda. I don't know if you remember mine. But this year, we've actually got a larger one than we had the previous time. So um, it's about three times the width and two times the length. No, but it must be about three times that. It's massive. So, but it was no extra cost. So it, it, that was worth doing that. But no, thank you, Mike, for helping us out. You helped us out tremendously. So I call that a, that's not a veranda. That's called a dance floor is what that is. <laughs> Malcolm, can I ask you a question about the logistics that come from the UK? So... I heard you say you're flying in LAX. Maybe we're going to do some Anaheim touring out there. And then, yeah. so how many days are you there? And then you just fly to Florida from there, I'm guessing? So uh, I hate talking about this because I feel like I'm bragging. I don't mean to do that. But no. um, so we're flying um, from London Heathrow to LA, which is about, well, they said it's 11 hour, 15 flight. It's about 10 and a half hours. So it's only about an hour longer than Florida. Um, so we're going LA. We're staying overnight at the airport for one night. Because originally we was landing at nine o'clock in the evening, then we changed our flight with Virgin Atlantic to the um, to the morning flight, which was a better deal for us. Uh, so staying one night in LA airport, then we're going to um, Los Feliz in Los Angeles. And we've rented a um, Airbnb for four nights, lovely Airbnb, um, sorry, Airbnb. And then we're after then we're driving up to Anaheim, and we stayed at the Hojo. Um, there, we're dropping the car off, we're dumping the car completely. Four nights at Disney, uh, we, and we've never done California. We've done Paris, we've done Florida, but we've never done this one before. Oh. And then I'm we, so excited um, for you. Your gonna, I, can't, I, can't, I can't wait to hear what you think about Disneyland because I'm telling you what, man, I fell in love with that place. It is so amazing. I'm talking to the books of Airfare now just to meet you and the fan and just see <laughs> you're you guys gonna out love there. it. It is so great. And then we're doing, then going back to LA, flying up to San Francisco to do Alcatraz, Disney Family Museum touring some bits of San Francisco, then back to fly back to via Atlanta, um, wait till Ricky as I go by. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we're taking two nights in Old Key West. 
and then we're doing seven nights at the house which we stayed at last year we found a fantastic house in windsor hills which is a big villa so cheap and um and then we're, go, we're then driving down to port canaveral staying at the residence in yeah, yeah. in um, port canaveral and then seven nights on the cruise and then we go back to magic inn on the very last day meet up some friends we're meeting from southampton george george our friends from southampton and then we go home that evening and that's it. So, and then my, my poor daughter, Katie, she's got to go back to school. We fly back on the Sunday morning. She's got to go back to school on the Monday. So that's going to be a hard one for her, but she's done it before. So, <laughs> but by the time you guys go home, you're going to lose your accent. You're going to have a, an American accent. You're going to be here so long. I know. <laughs> and it's really, I, I love it when we go there because so many people say to me, can you say that again, please? And you think, why? And they say, oh, we just love your accent. And I, I love the American accent. You know, obviously the different sort of versions yeah. of the accent. But it's amazing how many people say to us, "Can you say your? Can you say that word again, please?" It's, it's so funny because we obviously don't realize we got an accent. But uh, <laughs> I love funny. it. It's very good. That is. I love that California trip too. Like going yeah. to San Francisco and Alcatraz. That's something like I've always wanted to do myself. So excited to uh, follow along and hear about your adventures because this is going to be one heck of yeah, a trip. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to have to do a trip report when I come back. If that's okay. Yeah, yeah no, we'll have to. Um, we'll definitely have to hook up and get you the express pass because I want to hear about. Uh, we don't. We don't get many. We don't get many uh, um, uh, trip reports where we can talk about a cruise, Disneyland, and The Rock. Have you ever? You've obviously seen the movie The Rock with Sean Connery, right? If not, you got to make it. A long time. I thought it was nineteen ninety six. I remember that. Oh, when dude, that film came out. But, you got to watch uh, it before you leave uh, on this vacation. This is like this is homework. I mean, you need to get all the family. We need it. Sean. Who's who's that guy? That the, the the guy that's in all the movies. The not Sean Connery, but the other guy with the hair. He's in uh, Con Air. Uh, the main guy. The he, he, what, what's his name? He's always there. Everybody makes Nicholas fun of him. Cage? Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Welcome to the Rock. <laughs> you gotta watch that. You gotta go to Alcatraz. I, I'm just amazed that Mike is like it. dropping movie. No, trivia. I'm just saying, like, this is like a I, rare thing. See, right I, here. I haven't seen many movies, but I've seen that one like 50 times because it was always on free cable. <laughs> I remember the Clint Eastwood when he escaped from Alcatraz. That that film years ago. I remember that's that. a good the one. Clint Eastwood movies. Yes. Yeah, that's the one I know. That's, that's a good a one where they made where they made the dummy right. The, yeah, yeah, was, the, yeah. The paper mask. No, it wasn't like the Birdman of Alcatraz or something, right? Here, Mike, here's a question for you, okay? Because okay. we are very naive to Disneyland, California. <laughs> you went there recently. What is your best tip? Where, if you said a restaurant to go to, where would you recommend to go to? Oh man! So mine is Blue Bayou. I'm telling you, I, ah. I, I, I whatever you got to do. I mean, other than break the law. You got to go to Blue Bayou because I am telling you, I got to go. And it was because Scott, Scott arranged all this. He's my, he's the travel agent to the travel agent. I'm just telling you, that's like, it's like he, he hooked us up and it was our last day. And we had just, I mean, I was just floating because Disneyland was that special to me. Like I wasn't expecting to like it that much. And I just, everything we did was just amazing. And the weather was great. That, that helped, but it was just, everything we did was so good. And to wrap up in a place that you're inside pirates. I love Monte Cristo's for one thing. I like, I like them from this, this chain we have here in, in America called Cheddar's. Like they have Monte Cristo's. Oh, I, heard of that. I, was, okay. I was there today. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky dog. Cause we don't, we don't have them where I live. So I got all to get them when I'm out of town. So anyway, I love <laughs> these things where I was like, I'm eating a Monte Cristo sandwich and drinking a hurricane inside of pirates. And I was there with my girls and with Scott's family. I'm like, this doesn't get it. And I'm at Disneyland. This does not get anybody. It was the best day ever so 
That's the one thing. It, it, it was such a uniquely Disney experience. It was so cool. That's good. It, so what about you, Scott? Though? Well, well, I was going to tell Malcolm, like, I don't approve of this, but people go nuts for this, especially Southern California. There's people that love to come to California. I know you're going to have a car, but I don't know if you want an American basic cheeseburger or a burger, I would say go to In-N-Out Burger. Oh, so good. Uh, so good. I don't know if you've Everybody. heard of it, Malcolm, but people like love it. So that would be a very American thing to do if you want to check it out when you're in Southern California. My my daughter, Olivia, is desperate to go there. That, that's the <laughs> place she wants to go. And there's one, I think, mm-hmm. uh, LA Airport, which, which is about a 10-minute walk. So I think as we get there in the afternoon. So yeah, I know you, she wants that's to a great go place there, to see the flights coming in, too. Yeah. She says outside the park, so... My dad, my dad goes there twice every time because my dad flies into LAX to go to the Rams games because he lives here in St. Louis. My dad is a yeah. basic food guy. He goes to In and Out twice every time he goes to LA. That's wow. that's how good it is. Wow. That's a I good know. recommendation. He, he's yeah, it, it's good. It's quite interesting when we because obviously we've got Paris, Disneyland Paris, quite close to us. And when I look at this in California, it's very similar. Very similar place. Like, you know, when you have Small World that's outside, where obviously Small World and Walt Disney World is inside, and things are very, very similar there. Uh, it's, you know, it's not 100% correct, but it's very, very similar. You can tell, obviously, some of the designers, like Tom Baxter, obviously must have had the ideas from California to put into Paris, which he worked on as well. So, Malcolm, I've actually been researching this a little bit because we're maybe thinking a spring break gardener trip next year. And I've made, oh, kind wow. of made the same um, observations from being at from going to Disneyland several times to looking at Disneyland Paris. Like, wow, I see a lot of similarities here. So I might have to pick your brain when if that actually happens. So are you going out there next year, Scotty? Or? Possibly. Like, we haven't, like, booked anything yet, but, like, we've been heavily talking about it. Well, have a chat with me because I know a fantastic hotel which is not in Disney, which is a mile away with a special free shuttle. It's a four star hotel, absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I wouldn't stand at Disney Hotel, Disneyland Paris. I will, um, I will. We have a phrase, we, we have a phrase. There's only the only thing problem with Disneyland Paris is the French. It's um, <laughs> I'm so warm. but I know oh, I fantastic. We've stayed there two or three times. A hotel is about a mile away and it's a free. Uh, Mercedes shuttle service back and forwards, but talk to me about it. I will. Absolutely will. That's awesome. Look, guys, I'm going to sign off because obviously you've got other people to listen to, and I've got to get up at 5 o'clock English time in the morning to <laughs> to um, sign on to um, confirm my bookings for our cruise to get our port arrival time, so I'm going to be up early in the morning. So. Wish, wishing you 11.15 uh, a.m. port arrival time, or whatever the earliest is you can get, Malcolm. Oh, it, I hope yeah. so. Yeah, it's yeah. quite nice. We're staying at the hotel, the, the hotel local in the morning, that night before anyway, which is good. But, um, I, 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 you know, I, we, we just want to get on the ship as early as possible. So We all fret about that. With a seven-night cruise, though, it's not as, like... Yeah, we all fret about that. You know what? It doesn't matter. Like, I worried about that yeah. forever, and I'm platinum. And, like, we, 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 had a, we had, like, a shuttle. All of us rode together over in this van, and... We didn't even get there until like an hour. Last people on the ship, we were. Dude, no, I'm worried about that forever. Then we got there like two hours after my port arrival time. Why did I even sweat it? Who cared? We got on when we got on. It was. Yeah, it's still nice to hit that like that top level though for sure. But good luck with that. I just need a. I just need a Mickey bell. That's what I need. Yes, send one this way. We'll do. Look, love and speak to you guys. Hey, it's been too long, and uh, you take care. Tell the family we said hello. We'll do. So, All right, take care, Malcolm. All the family. All take right, care. same. All right, bye-bye. Take care. Good. Bye. So good hearing from Malcolm over in the UK. Yeah.
Dude, I love this trip though. LAX, San Francisco. Dude, he's I was waiting for him to say like Las Vegas or something <laughs> in the middle there. Why not? <laughs> right? Exactly. Grand wow. Canyon. Like go see, like go to a national park or something. Why not? Right. He goes to the Grand Canyon, just sit there and goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, let's go. <laughs> Got to get over to Walt Disney World. All right, 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395. Good calling in and out. Now I'm in the mood for a, yeah, and Jennifer says animal style. Double, double. Yeah, I didn't know if he was wanting like a non-Disney thing too. It looks like Malcolm's daughter was already all over the, the in and out. Oh, no, now Wade's coming in. Double single with cheese, whole grilled onion and peppers. Best way to do it. That's a lot. That's very specific. I'll argue though that like, I don't know. Like it's it's fine, but like I'd rather have like a Five Guys burger or something than In and Out. But that's just me. But I see. I can't decide because I had on that same trip. I had Whataburger and In and Out, and both of them were awesome. Like because I had Whataburger on the way home in the Dallas airport, and that because they had some kind of special ketchup. It had oh, like yeah. it was like spicy ketchup or something. That ketchup was so good. I don't even know what it was, but burgers are just so good for oh, all the dang. vegetarians out there. I, I yeah, eat I'm your so share. No, I'm just exactly. kidding. I'm just kidding. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're on the you listen to the wrong podcast. <laughs> At least I, right. I apologize. Dinner, I know we always get like flame tree barbecue as a recommendation, and yeah, yeah. And speaking of yeah, Dennis Dennis likes it. Dude, have you ever seen his pictures? He's the grill master. Oh yeah. No, he can he can grill it up. He appreciates it. All right, 407-413-9395. Okay, so I was going to ask you that. Here's another question I had, and people can call in and give us this feedback. Kind of a this or that kind of thing. And you're an Epcot guy. Your name is Ep Scott. I mean, yeah, I better like it. I know. So I was wondering about this. So we're kind of getting to see the the journey of water thing. It's almost ready for prime time at Epcot. Moana journey of water. If you had the option, because you you also kind of like pure Epcot, you know, um, retro Epcot. Yeah. If 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 Disney gave you the wand, you know, kind of like this wish wand that's back here in front of Uncle Sam or the Sam Eagle here behind me, um, would you keep that Moana? Because the thing is, I don't know. I don't like to be negative, but. I think that thing is kind of underwhelming me for the spot it's in. It's in like prime real estate. It's not like on the outskirts or like the perimeter of Epcot. It is dead in the heart of future. Yeah. I'm still going to call it future so, world. So I love it. I think the Moana journey to water thing is awesome. It looks spectacular. It's in the wrong park. It belongs in animal kingdom park. I agree. It looks like it, it looks like the entrance to animal kingdom. Yeah, it's like, like an oasis kind of thing. hundred percent. Like, Cause when you walk through animal kingdom, you have the oasis, you kind of walk through an awesome like water feature. You got some animals, you got the anteater off to the side yes. and divine and all this. And that just, that belongs there. Like somewhere, not don't get rid of the oasis, but like throw it somewhere else in animal kingdom park. That water feature is gorgeous. It's going to be so awesome, but it just belongs in animal kingdom. That's the problem. But um, I, I understand. Not long at Epcot. I kind of understand though what they're doing with it, right? Because they want to have a tie in future world because they're doing the neighborhoods, right? And this is going to be the tie to the natural world, like like the living seas. Yeah. So I get that. I get that connection. I know what they're doing there. But the aesthetics of it scream. It almost looks like something in Pandora, you know, because Pandora yeah. has that very organic feel to it, you know. So. It's very- it's very uh, animal kingdom. It is. Um, I mean, like, it, it, so I, but I, I, like gonna, it. I still like it though. I'm like, I'm going to love touring it. Like when I'm on the monorail and I'm like peeking down on it, like on this last trip, like I love looking down at it. Like I'm so excited for it. I'm also excited for the construction walls to be gone. I know. Be like, that's a big they've been there for God. It feels like a decade. But here's my question. I think is that going to be just walking through this like spectacular area with the water and like the, I, mean, I think it's going to be great. And 
you can correct me if I'm wrong on this one, that Walt Disney statue is still planning to be built. Right? Yeah, I know yeah. it was like, it's, it's built. Yeah, they had it. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. plop it. But here's my question. Would you rather have that? Or would you rather have the fountain nations back with like the fountains to do oh. the, because I love the fountain nations. Oh man. My girl, Jocelyn, we know Jocelyn yeah. and that was her jam. I, like, I never it. met anyone that loves fountain nations more than her. I, I liked like, it too, man. It was, it was just like the heart of Epcot. Like it, it had the like music, the music, the music and the, it was like the mini Bellagio. I, yeah, I so I'm, as you know me, like music is like so much to me. I'm so passionate about it, and like that's missing in Epcot now. Like, it is like the interventions background loop, man. I miss that so much, and like I think the the park entrance background is kind of kind of weaker now too. You know, like I would just mm-hmm. I, I wish I could go back ten years. We're talking about you're you're talking about the 114 degrees five years ago. Like I want the background loops from five years ago. I know at Epcot. And also the, the fiber optic, like sidewalk there kind yes. of in front yeah. of guest relations. Like, yeah. the, you know, but, I, I don't but I like be... a lot of the things they're doing. Like, I know you don't care for this as much, but I know, you know, like you're under the, you're not the, you're in the minority here, but like the guardians coaster is great. No, I, mean, I get I love, that. It's awesome. No, I but it. I loved Ellen. So that's the thing too. I, I did. Ellen's. I loved Ellen's, but I, I know Ellen's was probably like yeah. people had the attention span for a 45 yeah. minute ride. That's you so... know what? You know what I miss? And that, not that this needs to be like a what do we miss? Call because- her, hang tight. We got call her, just hang it on. So hang tight. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, go, no, go ahead. No, go, uh, what do you miss though? Because I just want to let them know that. I was going to say, I miss the that. old test track, man. I really oh, wish we could go too, back to the, me the, too. To the it, dummies. Yeah, same. Same. Anyway, let's get our caller in here. But I, I'm with you because that new test track is just, I don't know. It's I, and now, something. especially that you have Tron open. It looks like Tron. Like, can we just go back to the crash dummies? Like, right. Because or World of Motion. I mean, I signed me up for that. I love World of Motion. And that old music went tick, 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 tick. The, the pre-show hit, too for Test Yeah, they'd be hitting like the dummy in the knee. That yeah. always made me anyway, kind of get my eyes watering. I only stuff. got to do that like once in my life because like <laughs> I did it on our first trip. And then uh, the next year in 2012 is when it went under refurb. So I only got to do it once. So that's why I like oh, kind of Yeah, the old Test bit. Track was awesome. Anyway, I got to give a bell here to Cynthia for the comment of the night in the chat. Anything is better than construction walls. All right, caller, you have been exceptionally patient as we rambled and rambled. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, Mike. Hey, Scott. This is Dennis. How you doing? Hey, what's hey, Dennis. up, Dennis? Sorry about that. You know how we Sorry get Sorry about my little we, rant there. No. We can't stop talking. What's going on? <laughs> Not much. I'm just firing up the grill and saw that you guys were live and thought I'd uh, call in and tell you so far. I haven't gotten through all your coverage of the uh, cruise on the wish, but I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. Good. Looks like you all had an absolutely amazing time. We had a blast, and I know you are getting ready to sail the dream. Not too long. Yeah, next year, but I also got the magic coming up in January. That's right. So you, got the, am, you, uh, you got the double. Dennis, <laughs> is, the cruise, Dennis is my cruise guy, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've, uh, I've had a lot of uh, FOMO this summer, not been able to get out on a vacation, but I uh, can't wait to get back on a ship come January. Uh, and I don't have to fly for this one. I could just get drive down to Galveston from here in uh, Dallas. So I'm super excited about that. Have you, have you ever sailed out of Galveston before? No, this will be my first time. Uh, the only repeat ports I've had so far, I've been out of Port Canaveral twice for my first sailing on the dream and then the wish. And then I've done Alaska twice out of Vancouver, but then, uh, otherwise I got to do, uh, San Diego and, uh, and Miami. So those are the those are the ports I've all been out of. Yeah, I'm curious about Galveston because you can get some just deals out of Galveston. Mm-hmm. The only thing yeah, is, it can. occasionally gets sucked in by fog down there. Like I've seen that like coming in for ships, but it's it's kind of rare. But man, you can get 
if you can sell out of Galveston and you're in the, you know, down in Texas, Louisiana, maybe like Arkansas, <laughs> anywhere you can drive down there and you can avoid airfare, you can get a cruise cheap and you can avoid airfare. Man, that's a bargain. People need to think about that. Yeah, and I'll be already halfway there because I've got in-laws in Austin. So uh, just from Dallas down to Austin for a few hours and then a couple hours in the morning of the cruise uh, to get from the, there to Galveston, and then I'll be set. So I'm super excited for that. But nice. I wanted to know what you guys um, thought of uh, – did you get into the Hyperspace Lounge on The Wish? Did you enjoy that? We did. I was yes, dressed like Captain did. Jack that night, though, so it was kind of a weird <laughs> mashup. <laughs> what did you think, Scott? I enjoyed it. I mean, it was – it's very small. I have, I felt like I was in skyline a little bit, you know, and like Dennis, I'm not as crazy star Wars as you are. So like, maybe I, I didn't know necessarily hundred percent of all of that was happening in there, but I thought it was really cool. Like our server was cool. He was like blowing that Remember Mike, like that vape machine or whatever. And like, yeah. we were trying to blow the bubble in the air. Like that was kind of fun. And the bourbon drink I have is really good. It was like really like smoky, it had the smoky pour to it. Um, the cocktails were awesome. And the, and the environment was 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 sweet I, I really enjoyed it yeah i like i thought it was kind of like a kind of like a like a oga's light i mean oga's obviously is more themed i mean it's based in land so they have more opportunity to do that didn't have i wish it would have had something like a dj rex like it didn't have an animatronic like it, i think that would have distinguished it above like a skyline because it, it yeah. was very similar to skyline with the um big screens behind the bar in every five or 10 minutes, you would go into a different planet or to a different galaxy. And there'd be some kind of an indication. So somebody told us, I forgot who it was, but Jared's wife, I think was telling us like something happens. And then, okay. That means we're going, so we're going to, we're jumping into light speed or something. It was, I didn't get it until she told me that, but yeah, the atmosphere was cool, but I would love to have an animatronic in there. I think they could squeeze that in. That'd be cool. I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, I did Galaxy's Edge for the first time uh, last June when I was in L.A. for uh, Star Wars um, Celebration. And we did a couple days in uh, Disneyland. That was the first time I got to go to Galaxy's Edge. And Oka's Cantina was cool. Now, I was doing it at like 9 o'clock in the morning. And it same. Felt a when I did, having tequila at that when, time. But, when uh, I did the same story for me. I just happened to go in like at 9.15 in the morning. I'm like, well, I got to get a drink, I guess. Like, And I had a tequila drink. I'm like, it's a Tuesday morning at 9.15. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> you got to make the best of your opportunities, though, right? Yeah, I couldn't I get do. a reservation for it before uh, we went there. And then uh, that morning, uh, we just were in the park, and we were heading back to Galaxy's Edge, and I pulled open the app, and, I got into range and it said reservation available now. And I was like, well, this is not exactly how I planned on having breakfast, but why not? <laughs> uh, so, so we did it. And then, but you know, with the, with the hyperspace lounge, I think it makes sense for a cruise ship. I think it's a bit more like maybe a planet Hollywood or something like that. You got various star Wars artifacts that are around the room and you're not really there. You're not really supposed to be there for more than what, 30, 40 minutes is, you know, uh, until they want you to leave so yeah. they can get other people in there. But I don't know the one cruise I did on the wish we were in there four or five times. And uh, yes, I am a very, very big star Wars fan. And I had a great time picking out all the ships and seeing everything that was going yeah. on in the background. But I, I thought it was a fantastic experience. No, I thought, I thought it was fun. I mean, <clears throat> we were there pre dinner cause we were just, we were killing time before dinner because the days before there was a sign that said, you know, it was like it, you had to was uh, Scott. You had like uh, those, you know, you couldn't just walk in. 
had right. to get like a reservation or something. And this night, you could just walk in and get a seat. And so a bunch of us got the big table. So we didn't like walk around. We just all ordered drinks and kind of watched the bartenders and watched the stuff behind the bar. Yeah, it was pretty quick, actually, for yeah. us. We were, we were trying for, to get the dinner. Yeah. yeah, we only got like 30 minutes in there. But it was neat. Yeah, that smoke gun, though, was something else. Yeah, it was. Because it's <laughs> really only intended to be used on about three or four different drinks. But everyone loves it so much that <laughs> I, I think I went in four times on my four-day cruise and – they brought it out for kids and just blow bubble after bubble so they could pop them and have that effect. And it's a crowd pleaser. So why not? Oh yeah. He for was, sure. uh, he, he got big tips from us because of the, the bubble gun. Cause we were, we were, <laughs> we were trying to keep it up in the air and yeah. Yeah. Blowing it around the bar. It was fun. So not that I like to discuss yeah. rumors and Dennis, I'm going to throw this out to you cause I know you're a cruise guy. Have you guys heard this rumor that that space on the treasure might be a haunted mansion bar instead? I that would be saw that going around the other day, and I am all for it. And the other one that I really liked was, and I it's got no basis in anything, but I would love to see it happen, is where that uh, Norwegian slash Viking lounge they have on the Wish put in Indiana Jones uh, lounge there. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah, so like so Keg and Compass, turn that into mm-hmm. – Keg and Compass, that, yeah. That'd make, that'd make it great, yeah. Because it would still serve the same purpose because it's kind of that – yeah, that rustic kind of adventure feel. Instead of the yeah. horn drink that like Steve has, maybe it'll be like in that that cup at the end of like Temple of not, no the Last Crusade. You know that like gives you like the that heals power. I don't I don't know enough about Neo <laughs> Jones. I shouldn't even be trying to say this, but like that healing cup that could be like the specialty drink or something in there. Like I don't know. Just thinking. That's yeah, and then idea. your server has to come out and tells you you chose wisely. Before you <laughs> yes, <try>. exactly. <laughs> Dennis, that's awesome. That's the line of the night. Yes. <laughs> I'd hate to say what happens if I don't actually, I wouldn't be around if they tell me that I chose poorly because I, <laughs> I would, I wouldn't be there anymore, but yeah, that'd be funny if they had a chose poorly drink too. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think maybe for the Bayou substitute uh, Agrabah from Aladdin, that would be my uh, choice for there. That'd be cool. So let me ask you this about the wish. Cause we, we've, we've had this discussion because you've been on the other ships too what do you feel about the adult area being where it is as compared to like the fantasy and the dream? Cause I think the more I've thought about this, I prefer the adult area to be back in the back of the ship. You like, mean like the I, district, if, like those boundaries. Yeah, I like stuff? the yeah. district being separate, like where you got that long haul and then you have like the tube or evolution in the back. Cause Pam, Pam Forrester kind of likes it how it is. Like it's out there, but like it felt like during some of the adult shows, like there was family karaoke going like 10 feet away in, in that little Triton lounge. I don't know what, did you feel that same way or how, how did you feel? I like the double decker kind of like two late, you know, two story venue. I, I don't know. Okay. So my thoughts on that are kind of complicated, but I've only been on the dream once. And that was my very first cruise in 2017. I haven't been on the fantasy yet. Okay. And my memory is having that adult district in the back was pretty cool. Now, the, the smaller ships, the Magic and the Wonder, it's cool having like the three Street. venues there in the back. And it discourages kids from coming back there. Uh, but when I'm on the cruise, uh, my boys are still teenagers, and we end up spending most of our time with them. They aren't into the kids' clubs so much. And so it's not something that bothered me too much. For me, the bigger issue is, is that most of those venues are just small. Uh, you know, the Mockingbird yes. Lounge is, is, is small. We had a, a, um, the chocolate and liqueur tasting in there uh, when we were in, on The Wish. And, and you know, only about 16, 20 people could do that as opposed to the 30-plus that are normally in one of those tastings. 
And when we tried to get into trivia in some of the lounges, they couldn't accommodate that many people. And so for me, I would like to see them just kind of maybe consolidate those areas so they could get some bigger crowds in those for some of the events. And it's not so hard to necessarily get into some of them. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was fun to be able to take my boys to the hyperspace lounge and some of the other places on the ship. So it, it didn't bother me as much, but I'm hoping that they make some sort of uh, uh, adjustments when the treasure is uh, has its maiden voyage in the set sail. No, good point. Those, those are good points. Those <laughs> Spot great on points. with the small areas for sure. Yeah, those are great points. And I mean, I'm glad Disney Cruise Line is trying things and making things different because the last thing I want is like 10 exact copies of the same ship. I want different venues, different locations. The Bayou was awesome. Like, but because it reminded me of the district on the fantasy and the dream, but it was in a different spot. It was in because the district's back in the adult area, but this wasn't. This was kind of in a general area down by the shops. But it was a great venue that they used for many purposes. Um, but it was always, to Dennis's point, busy. it become standing room but it was only small. A lot for trivia. But it was yeah. small. People sitting on the floor, like, that's not good. Well, yeah. in the smallest area, that in, in my wife and I just had this conversation last night, was that Triton Lounge that they used. They used it for a lot of stuff. They used it for trivia. They used it for karaoke. They used it for a few other things. The thing was, it was, it was basically just a little bit bigger than kind of a conference room. And what on on the fantasy and the dream that would have been stuff that was happening in the D lounge. And if you've been in the D lounge it on those two ships, it's right off the main atrium kind of up a level. And if you think about it, that was a kind of a multi-purpose room where it had a, a stage facing one side, but there was also a mini stage in the back of the room where they could do two venues in the same room, but it was a big room that could probably accommodate I would guess over a hundred people, maybe 125 yeah. people. Lounge is huge. Yeah, it was it, it was a good use of a room. I don't know why they moved away from that. I think because they wanted to have more like coffee bars and stuff on this ship. I don't know. But they tried something. I mean, I don't I don't blame them for that, but I just think they need bigger places to do things, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the abundance of places to find coffee was a plus. Oh, uh, you do coffee, coffee drinker. Drinkers. Yeah, and it was everywhere. <laughs> being able to find it like every deck of the ship was amazing. That's true. <laughs> I'm not a coffee guy, so uh, bummer. <laughs> but hey, we made good use of uh, the cove when we uh, did our uh, our uh, old fashioned thing the, last night. That was fun. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I only got up there the the one time. My wife was up there as a regular, uh, and she really enjoyed it. But yeah, uh, you know that. I guess for me, that that last bit up there with the cove and that adult pool and stuff like that that could have been a bit bigger, and I would like to have seen that. But overall, I have to say, I was I was really happy with the wish. I like the adult entertainment. I like the um, uh, the pirate night presentation mm -hmm. was superior Ooh, yeah. to anything on Absolutely. any of those ships. Yep. And uh, you know, just uh, I, I like you said, it's it's nice that they tried to innovate. And you know, now that they've learned some things, I hope they can make some additional adjustments on these other two Triton class ships and just make them absolutely superb. I think they will. I mean, because they're, they're getting feedback all the time, and you know, again, this is the first you know, version of that, that class of ship. And, uh, about the that treasure jewelry room. store on the third. Yeah. Deck, man. They think it's just like cut that in half. That I thing was gigantic. Like, like and there was never anybody in there that drove me nuts, you know, cause I'm, I'm never going to buy jewelry like at home, you know, forget it on a cruise, but that's just me. I'm like, make it a sporting goods store or something or an Apple store. And I'm, you know, now we're talking, I still wouldn't buy it on a cruise though. Like, dude, make that something I can use. It was so big. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, yeah. Put put more of the gear that in there that everyone wants to buy. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> double the amount of 
cruise specific merchandise right. in there or you know whatever the 25th anniversary merchandise that everyone's eager to get right there yeah you know, that that jewelry space my wife wandered through it and i was in the bio lounge and i watched her go in there and out of there and there was nothing that she was going to buy there and there was no one else in there shopping it's, it's i know they only have to make one or two sales on yeah. a cruise in order to make it worthwhile but it's pointless for the rest of us yeah it looked enormous <laughs> yeah i get it well good points dennis we appreciate it so what, what are you grilling up tonight oh tonight it's just simple i'm um, doing some sliders um last night was a very elaborate night of uh doing tequila lime chicken bowls and uh so i'm taking it easy tonight i've got a bunch of stuff going on tomorrow so just relaxing this evening we're gonna awesome. have to come down sometime scott yeah for sure I'll set you up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dennis. Hey, well, don't be a stranger, man. We really appreciate the call. Good talking to you guys. All right. Take care, buddy. All right. See you later. Bye. All right. And he, yeah, he's got two cruises coming up, Magic and the Dream. That's going to be I gotta awesome. I got to get on the Magic and Wonder. They're I fun. Got to. They're fun ships, and they don't feel small. They do not. Yeah. Even after sailing the, the Dream and the Fantasy, they don't feel small. The Dream and the Fantasy just feel a little bit bigger. We have another call right. coming in because they're trying to get in that whole time, so I know they're going to give another call back. 801, give us another call back. You'll get in now because Dennis has completed his call. All right, so we're going to get one more call in here before we call it a night. And But, yeah, crew's talking. That's helping me because I'm missing being on the ships. All right, last call of the night. Hey, who's joining us? Hello, caller. Hey. Hello. Who's this? Hey, this is Michael. Hey, Michael, what's going on? Well, normally in Utah. Oh, yeah. Where are you at tonight? Well, we're, uh, we've been in... Uh, Washington State, the, pretty much the whole summer, helping my father-in-law. Oh, okay. Nice. How are things out there today? Uh, very warm. Very warm. Same. Just mostly called in just to say thank you to both of you and Pam and everyone. And we're the friends we made on the ship were awesome. And, uh, glad we got to, got to know Marlissa a little bit and Jody and others that I'm going to forget their names. So. Well, thank you. Thank you for sounding with us. Love it to was, hear. Yeah, yeah that, absolutely. That feel so good. That's what it's all about. And hope you had a great time. And, uh, you know, it was just, uh, yeah, you know, it, it went so fast. It was, it felt like we were getting on the ship and all of a sudden it was over. I, you know, I, I think about that. I look forward to it for so long and then it just goes so stinking fast. I wish we could do it again. I think uh, Michael said last week, absolutely. a seven nighter for the next one. And I, I agree. So something <laughs> it, it's too short. So uh, that's about it. I, just, uh, I, I do wish that there was a better way to communicate with the whole group on the ship. Uh, since if, if they had something in the app where you could set up a group and I message agree. within your group or something. Yeah, there's, I know, because in previous cruises, we had to use these things called wave phones. I don't know if you ever sailed when they had the wave phones. They actually gave you like an old cordless phone, you know, like the ones you would have in your house. And that's how you communicated. And so the app is an improvement, but you would think there would be a way that you could just do a group text or something like that. But maybe yeah. by, maybe in two years, that'll be something we can do because it doesn't seem that hard. It seems like we could do that. You're right. Indeed. But yeah, I know like if you're like synced up to a group, right? Like, cause they have like those message codes that you can get, like when you, 
but you have to like do it like right away when you get on the ship. So everyone has like, their own message code, but it's hard to like communicate what all the codes mm-hmm. are to everyone like right off the bat. Um, so yeah, there could, right. That's good. That's good feedback for Disney Cruise Line. If you could like somehow like link up your group that you're with like automatically before you get on the ship, that would be that would be a really great way to do it. Nice feedback. Michael. Yep, it would. So uh, just start saving up for that uh, 2025 uh, podcast cruise. Same here. I'm already doing it. <laughs> <laughs> One more before Mallory goes to college. That's what I keep telling myself. Oh man, that would be Emily's. Oh. Like she would already be out of. Yeah, oh, I know. It's, they're getting like too old too fast. Graduation present <laughs> goes fast. Well, Michael, we appreciate the call okay. and hope everything goes well for you this week. Yeah, I'm actually headed to Seattle to uh, Pacific Northwest Mouse Meet. Oh, nice! Oh, cool. That'll be fun. That'd Looking be over cool. here, we're, uh, the voice of Minnie Mouse will be there. A couple, um, Imagineer, another person who uh, is an animator for Pixar. Sweet. It'll be good to hear them talk and and again visit with people that uh, have some of the same interests. Nice. Well, have let us know how that goes. Give us a call when you get back from that. We'd love. I'd love to hear about that. Okay. That's awesome. Will do. All right, Michael, you take care and tell everybody we said hello and uh, stay safe. Okay, thanks. All right, good talking to you, my friend. All right. See you, Michael. Had fun cruising with Michael. That was fun. Absolutely. And everybody. Had fun cruising with everybody. That's the Uh, best thing, man. You make all these friendships, right? Like, I like, there's like people that maybe I didn't interact with too much on the cruise because they had like their family. I'm thinking like the Sextons, for instance. Like, I think they had like their family with them, but now I interact with them on like Instagram a little bit. You know, it's just, it's, it's amazing like what you walk away with after one of these one of these sailings. I know because like Teal, speaking of Teal, I was uh wanting to talk to her about, you know, we're gonna sail together, we're all this, and like they're they're big Jeep. Like she has they have a great Jeep because she sent me a picture of it because we gotta talk about Jeep somehow, like we're planning yeah. the cruise. And I'm like, okay, we gotta sit, you know, you have all these plans, right? And then the cruise goes by, we never gotta talk about a one about Jeep. I'm like, well, at least she yeah. stayed away from Mallory because Mallory thinks she's gonna have a tricked out Jeep and she's probably gonna have like an escort, you know, like a Ford Escort from nineteen eighty two. Like when you know, so that's good. Probably saving awesome. some money. That's good stuff. So that is gonna do it for tonight's show. We're gonna have some good shows this week coming up. We'll have listener questions on Wednesday. I got some oh man, we got a great question coming Wednesday, Scott. You'll love this one. So okay. you'll like that. And then Friday, we, we gotta have a good topic show. I don't know what it's gonna yeah. be though. Speaking of the podcast cruise, we might have a little surprise with that too. Just a little tease, maybe on Thursday this week, Mike. Yes. Uh, as this hits the feed, maybe we'll have a little um, surprise uh, watch party with the group. Yes. Yeah, so keep Thursday night open if you can. We might have something here on the feed, a little watch party for a little debut of a little movie for those that sailed with us on the podcast cruise. Scott's been working really hard behind the scenes on something for us. I haven't even seen it myself yet. So can't wait so we'll let we'll put it out on social media when we have our debut because we're gonna kind of talk about it get premiere it and then we'll watch it together so watch that but that'll be coming up this week but don't forget shows monday wednesday and friday so check those out our show is always brought to you by the magic for less travel we'd love to help you plan your next disney getaway just swing by the magic for less.com fill out that quote form you know the details put the check-in date the checkout date Pick a couple of hotels, put the names of the guests who are going to be traveling. I'll put together a held package for you so you can see the details directly from Disney. No obligation. You know, if you don't like what it is, it just expires. No, uh, no 
harm, no foul, as they say. And but if you like it, we can make modifications to we, you know, hey, instead of a seven day ticket, Mike, you're crazy. I need nine day tickets, or I only need five days. We're gonna chill at the pool. Whatever. We modify it till we get it just right. Then you can put down that fully refundable deposit and you're set. You can start your countdown like Malcolm, like Dennis, like me, 348 days to the fantasy, whatever it is, you can get it, you know, get that real thing going. So just check them out over at themagicforless.com. Please also swing by our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. That supports everything we do throughout the year. And a huge thank you to our patrons. You guys make all this possible. Patreon.com slash brguestpodcast. You can support us for just $5 a month for all these shows. And you get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. This week, I think we're going to talk about water slides around my hometown growing up and how... It's amazing I'm still alive because we went to this place called the Aquajet. And looking back at this place, I can't believe like it was legal to have this place built and that they let people go down this thing. It was like five stories tall, <laughs> two slides right behind a Wendy's and a Denny's and a gas station, a shell at the corner of Lindbergh and New Halls Ferry Road where I grew up. And we would cut grass or umpires. We'd get our seven bucks for the all day pass and go down this thing. And seriously, like there were, there were stories of people dying on this thing all the time. Well, Mike in the Midwest, you got to check it out. That's going to be the <laughs> Patreon show this week. There's a couple of places, but Aqua jet was where you earned your, uh, your brass tax. If you went down this slide, <laughs> anyway, I wish you could have seen this thing, man. I cannot look back. You can tell I'm old because I cannot believe this thing ever existed. And we just went back on that thing. Like, I'm getting scared just thinking about riding that thing right now because I we just did it over and over. So we'll talk about that on patreon.com slash this podcast this week. So sign up if you want to hear that story. All right. Give Scott a follow. Up Scott on Instagram, Twitter, and threads. Actually, by now, it'll probably be X, not Twitter. <laughs> From what I'm seeing, I don't even know what all that's about. Um, I'm at Mike on X, Twitter, threads, Instagram, wherever you want to find me. And we'll have another live show next Sunday night. So uh, give us a call, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, Facebook, YouTube, X, and Instagram. I mean, that's not Instagram, it's Twitch. I don't even know. So we'll get back together. We'll have a good time. So until then, you guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.